You're listening to PCI's Oral History Project. Welcome to today's episode of PCI's Oral History Project, titled Golden Oldies. I'm Caitlin. The past is what creates the present. No matter what we are experiencing in our lives, each moment is a culmination of previous moments. Often, we find that we repeat the mistakes of the past if we are unaware of where we've been. But stories of the experiences before us can help us learn not only how to avoid these errors, but how to fix them as well. PCI's Oral History Project aims to capture and preserve as many of these stories as possible. We've collected over a million stories so far, and our collection is growing every single day. Madeline from the class of 1956 at Texas Women's University has a story for us today about breaking down barriers. The song goes, when I was 17, it was a very good year. Well, I remember 17 and getting to campus for the first time. This kid called Cookie from green upstate New York, arriving in a land that looked so burnt and so brown on that hot September day in 1952. They call my class of 1956, the golden oldies, but most of us feel neither old nor golden. In fact, when I think of my age, it seems like it must be someone else's, not mine. We feel younger than we look. Some of you will remember the late Senator Adlai Stevenson. After a speech, a woman approached him saying, oh, Senator, your speech was absolutely irrelevant. The Senator replied, thank you very much. I plan to publish it posthumously. Then the woman said, good, the sooner the better. I do hope these brief remarks are relevant. In the 1950s, according to a new book by Leonard Steinhorn, women were told to stay home, blacks to stay separate, gays to stay in closets, Jews to stay inconspicuous, and those who didn't conform or pray to a different God to stay silent. In the 1950s, want ads were segregated by sex, female attorneys were called lawyerettes, credit bureaus typically denied women economic independence. I know a Connecticut bank turned down my mortgage application because I was female. Fortunately, we didn't remain frozen in the 1950s, though some give credit for that to the baby boomers. I suggest that the much smaller depression era generation was actually the transitional group who broke many barriers, including some glass ceilings. Women of the class of 56 were in the middle of that. As for me, a link in the chain of events toward diversity, and I'm still dancing, as they say. You just heard about a circle of trust, resilient, vibrant pioneer women who here on this campus just learned that the world is a lot wider than the width of their shoulders, learn to do by doing, learn to try to matter, learn to stay in touch. Ours are lives filled with possibilities and chances to make a difference even today as we play our back nine. What we golden oldies have learned is that you're the sum of your memories, but what's important is right now. Rejoice. Madeline grew up in a time when the United States was on the precipice of many radical changes and ideological revolutions. She and her class helped pave the way for future individuals to live their lives to a more full extent. 
Madeline followed the business route in her career and worked for the heads of three major companies, including GE's Jack Welch. She spent much of her career advocating for diversity and inclusion for all. She's definitely golden in our book. PCI's Oral History Project is the only program in the world that collects and preserves stories just like Madeline's. There are millions of untold stories lying dormant in the hearts and minds of people just like you. Our hope is to have a conversation with you very soon. Thank you for listening to the Oral History Project. This podcast was brought to you by Publishing Concepts LP, all rights reserved. If you'd like to collect stories for your organization, contact us at publishingconcepts.com. We'd love to hear your stories.